0: Hi there, I'm Paulina Cameron, CEO of the Forum for Women Entrepreneurs. We educate, mentor, energize, and connect women entrepreneurs across Canada to be wildly successful, promoting strong economies and thriving communities. To learn more about our programs, visit us at fwe.ca. I'm also thrilled to be your host for FWE's podcast, The Go To, for entrepreneurs in the know a collaboration with the Scotiabank Women Initiative. I interview inspiring guests who share their journey of their business and provide crucial pieces of advice that you can use to move your business forward. This season, we're covering everything from branding to financials to sales and organizational culture. As you listen, ask yourself how you can apply these learnings today. Today's episode is a very special episode for us, as this is the last episode of our first season of The Go-To. Gosh, sweet, We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we have enjoyed diving into conversations with our guests. And it is launching today on March 8th, International Women's Day. It's an important day to celebrate, despite knowing that we still have lots of work to do. And important to acknowledge how far we've come and celebrate the great women in this country. Today we will be talking about the power of mentorship. Mentorship helps entrepreneurs grow by creating a supportive relationship on their path to success. A strong mentorship relationship challenges an entrepreneur to think beyond the daily to-do into what's possible and makes the journey a bit less lonely. Today we will hear from the perspectives of both a mentor and mentee. Let's roll into the studio. Our first guest speaking on this topic today is Julia Rivard-Dexter. Joining us by phone from Halifax, Julia is an innovative tech entrepreneur and former Olympian. She began her business career in graphic design and has gone on to lead several successful technology ventures, including SheepdogInc.ca, Google's first North American Premier Apps partner, Code & Martyr, an innovative web and technology firm whose work has been recognized by the International Webby Awards, and Pursue.IT, a nonprofit crowdfunding platform that has raised one million plus for athletes who need support to reach their Olympic goals. Julia, you are no stranger to hard work. (laughs) Julia's latest venture is as a co-founder and CEO of Squiggle Park, which aims to improve literacy rates for children worldwide and was chosen as a Google for Entrepreneurs company. In 2018, she was also invited to be a member of the Prime Minister's Economic Roundtable for Digital Industries. And in May 2018, she was recognized as one of the top 50 most influential Canadian women in STEM as part of the Inspiring 50 Canada 2018. Julia is also a 2018 FWE Pitch for the Purse finalist and a mentee with our mentorship program. We are so glad to have you in our community and with us today, Julia. Welcome to the go-to.
1: Thanks, Paulina. Thanks very much.
0: So, Julia, tell us a bit about what has been your
1: experience with
0: mentorship and why it has been valuable to you.
1: I think um, in the past, I didn't really understand the value of mentorship. And I think, you know, five years ago, I might have even said I didn't really have mentors. Um, But as we started our new company, um, Squiggle Park, which is a fast growing startup with really the opportunity for global scale, I started to realize how important it was to bring people into the fold who could really help us accelerate our growth. And mentorship actually started to be really core to the success of our growth at Squiggle Park, bringing in the right people at the right time. Um, and when I look back at the growth of the company over the last few years, um, some of the most critical decisions were, were only made um, because we had great mentors who, who we were able to lean on.
0: And have you been, I mean, I know you've gone through some formal programs, you've gone through Pitch for the Purse, a couple of accelerators. What has been the value of going through programs like that from that mentorship lens?
1: Early on with Squiggle Park, we decided since it was new to us building a startup and a scalable startup, we decided to join accelerators and we decided this was going to be a part of our path. And I'm so glad we did because the biggest benefit from all the programs that we've been a part of Um, has been the people we've been connected to, the mentors, the advisors who have, you know, come to the table to support us. And it's such a special relationship because it's a relationship where there's really, there's no pressure to have to try to pretend to be something that you're not, you know, it's, you, you trust these individuals to, to, to be, um, just uh, patient with you in mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and the fact that you're still learning. Um, and there's there's no embarrassment there when you really have to ask questions that you, you think you might need to know. Um, so I've, I've really loved the opportunity to be a part of these programs. And we've met some outstanding people that to this day, be, you know, stay a part of our inner circle as we grow the company there's a weird pressure on a relationship being developed when you think it might be somebody who can invest in your company. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's a bit of a false front, you know, even I think the most authentic uh, of people might put up a false front because they don't want to ruin their chances of Mm -hmm. having somebody come in as an investor. So, yeah. So having the opportunity to work with mentors um, and advisors really takes away the need for any of that, um, for any of that uh, false front. And frankly, you can, you can share your challenges. And I, I find that when you build a relationship with a mentor that way, they start to really get to know you and they start to really get to know whether you're the type of person who's actually going to be able to be gritty enough to get through them, mm-hmm. smart enough to really make good decisions. And that's a way better way to develop a relationship with somebody who could be a prospective investor because then they believe in you for a whole other reason because they, they really believe at your core you're the type of person who can make this happen.
0: Mhm mhm absolutely. So what kind of advice would you have for entrepreneurs uh, around how they can best show up in a mentorship relationship and honor and value the person's time?
1: Yeah, that's really important. Um <laughs> I you know, you can't undervalue anyone's time, um, but if somebody is working with you just to make sure that they're, you know, they're helping you grow your business, you better be ready. Um, you better be prepared at every meeting. I've found that what I've done when I when I have a, a call with any one of our advisors or mentors is that I prepare a list of questions, very specific questions, and if I don't have specific questions to ask, it's probably not worth their time to jump on a call with
0: me. Mm-hmm. So valuable, that prepared piece. So. As you've been growing your business and been part of these organizations, I imagine you've built up a really great community around you and the business. How do you stay in touch with them beyond, you know, the formal mentorship kind of conversations, meetings or phone calls? Is there any other way that you're cultivating community around you and your business with these individuals?
1: We early on in our business, we decided to um, build a friends list, um, mm-hmm. friends and supporters list. And anytime I meet anyone, it's funny because mentorship relationships don't always, they're not always defined as a mentor. You know, like sometimes mm-hmm. you run into somebody who's interested in what you're doing and has the skills to help you in some way, but you're not sure exactly how they're going to come into play later on. And it's really important to keep those people in the fold. So what we did was we built a list, a, kind of a friends and champions list of, of squiggle park. And we just kept adding people to that list. I'm sure we must have probably over 75 people on the list now. Mm-hmm. And whenever anything happens, that's exciting or, you know, an update that we really want to share, maybe some media that we've had happen, maybe, you know, making the finals of Pitch for the purse, <laughs> whatever it might be, um, we we send out a quick note, just a very simple note, to all of those individuals, and it keeps them looped in. and And then when we do need something, and we go back to them, they're up to date with where we are, and and it's not um, it's not a cold relationship. You know, it's something mm-hmm. you've been building over time, and mm-hmm. I found that super helpful.
0: Mm-hmm. And enables them to talk about you too, right? Which is phenomenal.
1: For sure. Okay. Yeah.
0: So Julia what is the one thing or one piece of advice that you think would help entrepreneurs to understand or to know about on the topic of mentorship? Can I have two? <laughs> of course. <laughs> well just done. One. Just yeah.
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to give you two. And um, so the first, the, the first would be um, just don't undershoot the type of person you want to bring into your team in mm-hmm. terms of men- mentorship if you're trying to do something that's world-class, you know, really best-of-class, go out there and find the people who are doing it uh, at the top of their game around the world and start building those relationships. It might take a little bit of time, um, but it's really important to to raise yourself up to that level if you want to be the best in the world. And that's one of the easiest ways to do it, is
2: mm-hmm. surround
1: yourself with, with the best of the best. So I think that that's probably probably the most important thing. Uh, The other thing that I think is exceptionally important is to find mentors that are not only going to help you with advice and feedback, but find those very special people that are going to become your champions. The people that lift you up, that introduce you to their circles, that help push you and your company forward, because there's a big difference between a mentor and a champion. And those people who are willing to use their own social capital to help push you forward can make a huge difference in your success. Um, And those are the people that I've valued so much over over the course of our our years growing Squiggle Park. So look for those very, very special people.
0: Julia, how can people continue to be inspired by you and learn more about you online? Where can they find you?
1: Well, if anyone is interested in connecting with me directly, um, I'm on LinkedIn. And so you can connect with me, um, Julia Rivard on LinkedIn, Twitter at Julia76. I was one of those people who made an early account with the unfortunate idea of using my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We are also on uh, Twitter with Squiggle Park and Dreamscape. So at Squiggle Park EDU, at Dreamscape EDU. And if there's any amazing teachers out there, we have a Dreamscape Teachers Club. So we really invite you to, to join us there on Facebook.
0: Thank you so much, Julia, for joining us today and sharing your experiences and insights on the topic of mentorship. Thank you so much. We're going to take a quick pause before we hear from our next guest. The go-to for entrepreneurs in the know is the outcome of a collaboration between FWE and the Scotiabank Women Initiative. Let's take a moment to hear a few words from them.
2: Thanks, Paulina. Hello, I'm Permpreet Sidhu, Vice President, Performance and Inclusion at Scotiabank. I'm also on the advisory board for the Scotiabank Women Initiative, Part of our role includes providing small group mentorship sessions for our program participants. I'm pleased to talk to you today about the power of mentorship. When we talk about mentorship, it starts with being receptive to potential mentors all around you. Consider those who can observe you in action and provide some outside perspective. This could be your employees, peers or social network, or even your investors. The key is to be open to leveraging the relationships around you for mentorship. While formal mentorship arrangements are extremely valuable to learn from others and help avoid missteps, consider also tapping into informal mentorship through real-time coaching and feedback. Feedback is the engine for learning when aimed to help you improve. Getting comfortable asking for feedback is a great source of mentorship that's easily accessible to everyone. Nobody gets to where they are without support and encouragement along the way. When it comes to seeking out mentorship, you'll find it's easier than you think. Get started by being receptive to mentors around you and asking for feedback as a form of informal mentorship. To get more information about our program, go to ScotiabankWomenInitiative.com. Paulina, thank you for inviting me to speak.
0: Thank you to the Scotiabank Women Initiative for all of your support. Now let's get back into the studio. Jill Earthy is an entrepreneurially-minded leader who believes diversity drives innovation. As the principal of Risery Consulting, Jill works on a number of projects, including female funders, to empower female leaders to become investors in early-stage companies. She was formerly the chief growth officer of FrontFunder, the CEO of FWE and regional director at Futurepreneur, and has successfully built two companies and sold them. She is a community leader and active mentor, currently serving on the National Board of Sustainable Development Technology Canada and as past chair of the Women's Enterprise Centre in BC. She is the co-founder of the Web Alliance and co-chairs the annual we for she conference. Jill was recently recognized by the Canadian Center for Diversity and Inclusion Award as a community champion, and by Business in Vancouver as an influential woman, woman in business, and by WXN as the top 100 most powerful woman in Canada in 2019. She is the mother of two daughters, and we are also so grateful that Jill is one of our newest board members at FWE. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jill, and welcome to The Go To. It's so great to be here. Okay, Jill, mentorship, you know a little bit about this because you are a mentor to many, a champion of many, and I know you've also been on the receiving relationship of mentorship. So can you tell me about what it means to you?
3: I mean, mentorship, I think it really is centered in a reciprocal relationship, right? It's about two people, usually, um, although I also believe in the peer mentorship model, but, you know, benefiting from each other, um, built on a foundation of trust and um, zero judgment um and respect
0: and when you say trust how do you build or establish that trust together
3: you know, i love that question because you're right you kind of you want to set that foundation but it doesn't start you can't always um you start from zero like with trust mm-hmm. right you have to build it over time and so i think that's where certainly when you're entering a formal mentorship relationship it, it's important to sort of set some ground rules right and say okay this is our goal, we wanna build this trust, but we need to start somewhere, let's get to know each other. So I think there is a a bit of a path, but knowing that you're both working towards that is is really powerful.
0: I know something that we've talked about before is the difference between mentorship versus championship or sponsorship. So can you define how you see each one of those, what the differences are, and how do you know which one you need when?
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really love that too. I mean, mentorship's really about that, you know, what, you know, based on my experiences, um, and my expertise, how can I support you, um, in this moment almost sometimes with a a project or that sort of thing. And and as I said, it's reciprocal. I think sponsorship or championship is really about identifying opportunities for someone that they wouldn't see for themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's almost, it's almost broader. It's almost bigger, right. Um, where mentorship is really often about, you know, a, a mentee working through something specific, um, in the moment. Um, but The championship is really looking ahead; it's more broad. I've heard this lifting up.
0: Yeah, I've heard this phrase of mentorship. You're talking together in the room versus sponsorship. You're talking about the person when they're not in the room. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so so how can someone, how can an entrepreneur find a mentor, be it a mentor or champion or sponsor?
3: Mm -hmm. Well, I think I always suggest, and certainly from my own learning, it's about identifying what it is that you need. Um, So what is it that you need? And I do believe, too, that you need different mentors and champions at different points in time. Um, Or sometimes you need many at one
0: point (laughs) in time. (laughs) What are your tips or what is your advice for someone who is starting to or in a mentorship relationship in terms of what can they do to really respect the mentor's time and really make the most of that relationship as well?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, and it's tricky, right? Because sometimes you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> so so I know for me as the beneficiary of some, some mentoring relationships too, you know, it, sometimes it's just starting to talk and then you kind of sort through things as, as you go. Um, but then there are other times where you're dealing with particular Pro, you know, problem in your business, um, that you really need that advice, uh, of somebody else, um, in, in that, in that moment. But I know for, for what's helped been helpful for me when I've been mentoring is having the participants, you know, send me a note the day before super casual, mm. Right. And just say, hey, these are the two or three things that are on my mind. Sometimes they're a specific question. Sometimes it's a specific ask or sometimes it's just, yeah, these things are on my mind um, and I'd love to just talk them through. And the other thing is, you know, we hear this all the time and we know this in our own lives, but, you know, network um, connections, so critical. Um, and so how do we leverage that? And, and one thing that I suggest um, with the mentees that I work with is, you know, look at my LinkedIn. I'm really intentional on my LinkedIn and I only connect with people that I've had an interaction with. Mm. And so how do we leverage that? So I've, I'm quite open. That's a fantastic tool where the mentees, if you're looking for something, you know, it's sort of like a Rolodex, right? A live Online rolodex. So, seek you know, look through that. See if there's somebody there that might um, be able to offer what you're looking for. And I'm happy to make a warm introduction. Um, and that's that's helpful
0: on both sides. Okay, so Jill. As a mentor, I know that you get a lot of inbound requests. <laughs> I'm sure many, you know, 15-minute phone calls, can we meet, can I, and I hate this one, but pick your brain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do you manage all those inbound requests? There is only so much time we can give to that at the end of the day. So what are what are your best practices around that?
3: Yeah, and I do love it because I do really think that we all have a responsibility, not not even a responsibility, but, you know, certainly for me, it's a desire. But for all at every stage of our careers of our lives to give back some time right Um, we all have something that we can offer in different Mm -hmm. ways Um, so I always encourage everybody to you know you're putting a hand forward to ask for Mm -hmm. help but just as importantly as reaching back and helping others so but when you start to do that as you said you do get a lot of um inbound requests which is amazing um because it's it's it goes all ways but for me i host a monthly i actually host a monthly call um as well as a monthly coffee chat so people who reach out to me um basis it's really helpful for me because i can just be like hey i'm hosting this thing would you like to join um and then it actually becomes even more beneficial because it's bringing some people together who can connect with others as Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. i'm happy to facilitate that but it's i get so much out of it and, and the other people do as well small groups sort of a four to six person gathering and you start to see i mean you know the magic the connections and the sparks that that fly um as people make new connections share examples as they're learning but also realize that they're not alone.
0: Thank you so much, Jill, for sharing your insight and expertise. For those who want to continue learning from you and being inspired by you, where can they find you online? Come find me on LinkedIn and uh, tell me how you found me
3: Um, or find me on Twitter at j
0: Earthy. Thank you, Jill. It is such a delight to get to work with you, to call you a friend, and we are all the better for it. Thank you for joining us on the GoTo today.
3: Thank you for having me. It's amazing what you're doing.
0: And that is our final wrap. A big thank you to Julia and Jill for joining us today. We would also like to thank everyone who has helped make the GoTo a reality. From the incredible team at FWE who works on all of the logistics to self-hired, our incredible production team, Hummingbird Translations, who are translating our podcast so you can also listen in French, and of course, to the Scotiabank Women Initiative for teaming up with us for the FWE podcast. You can find them at scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe to listen to the rest of season one. You can find all of the resources our guests mention on our website at fwe.ca slash the go to. We know it takes a village to build a business. So share your learnings on Instagram at FWE Canada to help other entrepreneurs become wildly successful. See you next time.